And this is the Torah that Moshe placed before the children of Israel at the command of, the, of Hashem through the hand of Moshe. All right, well, let's see here. Um, to our readers, where's my center? I, guess I told him to open the windows. <clears throat> okay. Um. Ya amod avichayu ben reoven la Torah. the blessings. Baruch Hu Etzanai Mavarach Baruch Hu Nam Barak Le'olam Ba'ed Baruch Hu Nam Barak Le'olam Ba'ed Baruch Hu Atzad Anai Elohim Elohim Olam Asher Bakabanu Mikolami V'natalani Metzaratu Baruch Atadonai, Baruch Shema, Notena Torah, Vayehi, Vipeshalak Paro, Eta, Vaye, Velona, Velona Kam Elohim, Derek Eretz Plishtim, Kikaro, Uti Amar Elohim. Penyanachem ha'am birotam birotam milchama v'shav v'shavu mitraima v'yasev Elohim et ha'am derech hamidbar yamsuf v'chamu v'chamushim. Alu, alu, bene Israel, me eret misraim, vaikach moshe, et at mot yosef, imo, ki, ash bea hishbia, et et bene Israel, emor, pa. Pakod Yivkod Elohim Etzkem Vehaalitem Et Atzmotai Mize Etzkem Vaisu Misukot Vayachanu Veitam Bik Bikze Hamidbar Vadonai Olech 
לפניהם יומם בעמוד ענן לנפוצם הדרך בלילה בעמוד אש להעיר להם ללכת יומם בלילה לא ימיש עמוד הענן יומם ועמוד האש לילה לפני העם. ברוך הצד עיני אלוהינו מלך העולם אשר נתן לנו תרועת אמת וחיילם לצפצחינו ברוך הצד עיני נותן התורה It came to pass when Pharaoh let the people go that God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, for it was near, because God said, lest the people reconsider when they see war and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by way of the desert to the Red Sea, and the children of Israel were armed when they went up out of Egypt. Moses took Joseph's bones with him, for he, Joseph, had adjured the sons of Israel, saying, God will surely remember you, and you shall bring up my bones from here with you. They traveled from Sukkoth and entered in Etham at the edge of, and encamped in Etham at the edge of the desert. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to cause it to lead them on the way, and at night in the pillar of fire to give them light. They thus could travel day and night. He did not move away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire at night from before the people. יעמוד אריה בן אהרון לתורה. ברוך אתן להם ברוך לעולם ועד, ברוך אתן להם ברוך לעולם ועד, ברוך אתן להם ברוך לעולם ועד, ברוך אתן להם 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 ברוך אתן
The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and let them turn back and encamp in front of Pi Haharoth, between Migdol and the sea, in front of Baal Zephon. You shall encamp opposite by the sea. And Pharaoh will say about the children of Israel, they are trapped in the land. The desert has closed in upon them. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will pursue them. And I will be glorified through Pharaoh and through his entire force. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. And they did so. It was reported to Pharaoh that the Lord or that the people had fled and Pharaoh and his servants had a change of heart toward the people. And they said, what is this that we have done that we have released Israel from serving us? So he, Pharaoh, harnessed his chariot and took his people with him. He took 600 select chariots and all the chariots of Egypt with officers over them all. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and he chased after the children of Israel, and the children of Israel were marching out triumphantly. Baruch Vayasigu Otan Khonim Al Hayam Kosus Rechev Paro Paro Ufarashal Vichelo Alpi Hachirot Lifne Baal Sifon Ufaro Ufaro Ik Ikrir Vaisu Venesa El et Enehem Vehine Mitraim No Se No Acharehem Vayir U Meod Vais Vaitsaq Barid Bar Vazot Asita Lalu Lehotsialu Vimitrai. Right, go ahead. 
ברוך The Egyptians chased after them and overtook them, encamped by the sea, every horse of Pharaoh's chariots, his horsemen and his force beside Piharoth, the front of Baal Zephon. Pharaoh drew near, and the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were advancing after them. They were very frightened, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Is, this, is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us to die in the desert? What is this that you have done to us to take us out of Egypt? Isn't this the thing about which we spoke to you in Egypt, saying, Leave us alone, and we will serve the Egyptians, because we would rather serve the Egyptians than die in the desert? Moses said to the people, Don't be afraid. Stand firm and see the Lord's salvation that he will wreak for you today. For the way you have seen the Egyptians is only today, but you shall no longer continue to see them for eternity. The Lord will fight for you, but you shall remain silent. Talmud Ma'im Ba'Abraham La Torah. Baruchu Etzernai Hamavorah. Baruch Anai Rak Le'Lam Ba'Ei. Ba'Ei Baruch Etzernai Elohim Ma'Alam Shabachaban Mikoamim Venatanan Torah To Baruch Etzernai. Vaya er et halaila velukarav 
Lord said to Moses, why do you cry out to me? Speak to the children of Israel and let them travel. And you raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and split it. And the children of Israel shall come in the midst of the sea on dry land. And I, behold, I shall harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will come after you, and I will be glorified through Pharaoh and through all his force, through his chariots and through his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I am glorified through Pharaoh, through his chariots and through his horsemen. Then the angel of God, who has been going in front of the Israelite camp, moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved away from in front of them and stood behind them. And he came between the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel. And there were the cloud and the darkness, and it illuminated the night, and one did not draw near the other all night long. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord led the sea with the strong east wind all night. And he made the sea into dry land, and the waters split. Then the children of Israel came into the midst of the sea on dry land, and the waters were to them as a wall from their right and from their left. The Egyptians pursued and came after them, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen, into the midst of the sea. It came about in the morning watch that the Lord looked down over the Egyptian camp through a pillar of fire and cloud 
and he threw the Egyptian camp into confusion. confusion. And he removed the wheels of their chariots, and he led them with heaviness. And the Egyptians said, let me run away from the Israelites, because the Lord is fighting for them against the Egyptians. Hmm. All right.
Thereupon the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, and let the water return upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and toward morning the sea returned to its strength, as the Egyptians were fleeing toward it. And the Lord stirred the, stirred the Egyptians into the sea, and the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen, the entire force of Pharaoh coming after them into the sea, not even one of them survived. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea, and the water was to them like a wall from their right and from their left. On that day, the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dying on the seashore. And Israel saw the great hand which the Lord had used upon the Egyptians, and the people feared the Lord, and they believed in the Lord and in Moses his servant. Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord, and they spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for very exalted is he, a horse and its rider he cast into the sea. The eternal strength and his vengeance were my salvation. This is my God, and I will make him a habitation the God of my father, and I will ascribe it to him exaltation. The Lord is a master of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he cast into the sea, and the elite of his officers sank in the Red Sea. The depths covered them. They descended into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is most powerful. Your right hand, O Lord, crushes the foe. And with your great pride, you tear down those who rise up against you. You send forth your burning wrath. It devours them like straw. And with the breath of your nostrils, the water were heaped up. The waters were heaped up. The running water stood erect like a wall. The depths congealed in the heart of the sea. Because the enemy said, I will pursue. I will overtake. I will share the booty. My desire will be filled from them. I will draw my sword. My hand will impoverish them. You blew with your wind, the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the powerful waters. Who is like you among the powerful, O Lord? Who is, who is like you, powerful in the holy place, too awesome for praises, performing wonders? You inclined your right hand, the earth swallowed them up. With your loving kindness, you led the people you redeemed. You led them with your might to your holy abode. Peoples heard they trembled. A shudder seized the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom were startled, as for the powerful men of Moab, trembling seized them. All the inhabitants of Canaan melted. May dread and fright fall upon them with the arm of your greatness. May they become as still as a stone until your people cross over, O Lord, until this nation that you have acquired crosses over. You shall bring them and plant them on the mount of your heritage, directed toward your habitation, which you made. O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands founded. The Lord will reign to all eternity. When Pharaoh's horses came with his chariots and his horsemen into the sea, and the Lord brought the waters of the sea back upon them, the children of Israel walked on dry land in the midst of the sea. Miriam, the prophetess, Aaron's sister, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women came out after her with timbrels and with dances. And Miriam called out to them, Sing to the Lord, for very exalted is he, a horse and its rider he cast into the sea. Moses led Israel away from the Red Sea, and they went out into the desert of Shur. They walked for three days in the desert, but did not find water. They came to Marah, but they could not drink water from Marah because it was bitter. Therefore, it was named Marah. The people complained against Moses, saying, What should we drink? So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord instructed him concerning a piece of wood, which he cast into the water, and the water became sweet. There he gave them a statute and an ordinance, and there he tested them. 
And he said, if you hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and you do what is proper in his eyes and you listen closely to his commandments and observe all his statutes, all the sickness that I have visited upon Egypt, I will not visit upon you for I, the Lord, heal you. All right. Tamur Hana Leviabat Avraham La Torah. Is it Matthew? Yeah. Where does it end? Ends. Okay. Sure. Baruch Atah Donai Hamavaroch. we he craft them isha illa la denoi parim benevagor shanaim wa ail afor we shiva khavosim benishana tamimin yihiu so let the Lord show me. Shall I show Esrunim Lapo? Ushene Esrunim Loa Yilta Asu Isorun Isorun Ta Asa Laka this ho a ho. The Shiva Hakavosim Usir Hatot Ahok Lahatir Aleha Milavad Allah Haburger Haburger Asher Lahula Hatomi Tasu at Ela. Koela Tasu Layum Shivat Yomim Laha Ishere Yahniho Lahu Al Allah Hatomi Yeosa Wanisko Urayum Hashavi Migragodash Ihiya lochat, kol malachat avodol fa'asub. Boruchato adinai aloheinu malecha ilom, asher notalonu torat emet, wahaye ilom notapatukheinu. Boruchato adinai, Rukshima, Nithin hatero. Amen. You 
You shall offer up a fire offering, a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, and seven lambs in the first year. They shall be unblemished for you. Your meal offering shall be fine flour mixed with oil, three tenths for each bull, and two tenths for the ram you shall offer up. You shall offer up one tenth for each lamb and for all seven lambs, and one young male goat for a sin offering to atone for you. You shall offer these up besides the morning burnt offering, which is offered as a continual burnt offering. Like these, you shall offer up daily for seven days, food of the fire offering, a spirit of satisfaction to the Lord. You shall offer up this in addition to the continual burnt offering and its libation. The seventh day shall be a holy convocation for you. You shall not perform any mundane work. Okay. Everybody get your popcorn. <laughs> Why, <laughs> 
حشرات مايم عذي شحقين من غنقدا بارو جحلي يرعيم من شمايم أذنا وأليان يتنقل ويشحات حسيم ويفيصين بارك وياهما ويراؤوا أفتيجيا إجادوا مصدقتي بغارات أذنا من إشمات روح أفر يشلح ممارا ميقوحيني يمشيني ميمايم ربي يصيليني ميأيبيع مسانا كي أمصومي ما يقدموني بي مشان <تصفيق> والرشاعتي ميقاله كي خال مش بطا كي خال مش بطا ولا نغدي وهقفاي لأصور ميمانا وأحيا ثامي ميلا وأشتمرا ميعواني ويا شاغذر قصد قفي كذري لناخذ عنه إيم حسيد تتحصى إيم جبرتو مين تتم إيم نظو ولكن <تصفيق> مشاوير أخلي مشاوير أخلا 
پرو خطاد نوی پو ایلان امان می کلسا دوارا آمین کی به تحیین و ولا اغمق نفش تشیع مهراب یامینو برو حتی ادنای تو نیرو شلایم سبق دوید اتا تسمیح و گرن و تارون بیشو اتا خون برو حتی ادنای ما غین داوید آمین و نخلو کی اتاویم و بلخ علینو مهرا کی اتا ملکینو برو حتی ادنای نقدش اسرائیل و رشد و هزمانیم آمین And David spoke to the Lord the words of this song. On the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of Hill, his enemies, and from the hand of Saul. And he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and a rescuer to me. God is my rock under whom I take cover, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my support and my refuge. He is my Savior who saves me from violence. With praise I call to the Lord, for from my enemies I shall be saved. For the pains of death have encompassed me. Streams of scoundrels would have frightened me. Bands of those that shall inherit the nether world have surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. When I am in distress, I call upon the Lord. Yes, I call upon my God, and out of his abode he hears my voice, and my cry enters his ears. Then the earth shook and quaked. The very foundations of heaven did tremble, and they were shaken when he was angered. Smoke went up in his nostrils, and fire out of his mouth did devour. Coals flamed forth from him. And he bent the heavens, and he came down, and thick darkness was under his feet. And he rode upon a cherub and did fly. He was seen upon the wings of the wind. And he fixed darkness about him as booths, gathering of water, thick clouds of the skies. From the brightness before him flamed forth coals of fire. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High gave forth his voice. And he sent out arrows, and he scattered them, lightning and he did discomfited them. And the depths and the depths of the sea appeared. The foundations of the world were laid bare by the rebuke of the Lord and the blast of the breath of his nostrils. And he sent from on high, and he took me, he drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my mighty enemy, from them that hated me, for they were too powerful for me. They confronted me on the day of my calamity, but the Lord was a support to me. And he brought me forth into a wide place. He delivered me because he took delight in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the clean, cleanness of my hands, he re recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from the commandments of my God. For all his ordinance were before me, and as for his statutes, I did not depart from it. And I was single-hearted toward him, and I kept myself from my iniquity. And the Lord has recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to my cleanness before him, before his eyes. With a kind one, you show yourself kind. With an upright, mighty man, you show yourself upright. With a pure one, you show yourself pure. But with a perverse one, you deal crookedly. 
and the humble people you do deliver, but your eyes are upon the haughty in order to humble them. For you are my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord does light my darkness. For, for by you I run a top upon a troop, but my God I scale a wall. He is the God whose way is perfect. The Lord of the, the word of the Lord is tried. He is a shield unto all that trust in him. For who is God save the Lord, and who is a rock save our God? God is he who has fortified me with strength, and he loseth perfect perfectly my path. He makes my feet like hinds, and he sets me upon my high places. He trains my hand for war so that mine arms do not bend a brass bow. And you have given me the shield of your salvation, and you have increased your modesty for me. You have enlarged my steps beneath me, and my ankles have not slipped. I have pursued my enemy and have destroyed them, never turning back until they were consumed. And I have consumed them, and I have crushed them, and they cannot rise. Yes, they are fallen under my feet. For you have girded me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those that rose up against me. And of my enemies, you have given me the back of their necks, them that hate me, that I may cut them off. They looked about, but there was no one to save them, even to the Lord, but he answered them not. Then I ground them as the dust of the earth, as the mud of the streets. I did tread upon them. I did stamp them out. And you have allowed me to escape from the contenders amongst my people. You shall keep me as head of nations, a people whom I have not known serve me. Strangers lie to me. As soon as their ears hear, they obey me. The strangers will wilt and become lame from their bondage. The Lord lives and blessed be my rock and exalted be the God who is my rock of salvation. The God who takes vengeance for me and brings down peoples under me. And, and that brings me forth from my enemies. And above those that rise against me, you have lifted me from the violent man you delivered me. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the nations and to your name, I will sing praises. He gives great salvation to his king, and he performs kindness to his anointed, to David and to his seed forevermore. All right. <clears throat> well, so we see where the red. Where there's miracles, you know. There's there's a big miracle that happened on this day. One of one of the bigger ones, one of the, probably one of the biggest ones, um, uh, is the splitting of the Red Sea, um, and it's even kind of hard to imagine. You know, Hollywood has tried to show it, show it to us, but uh, even that doesn't do it justice. And we know, like, even if you try to think about it, about how a, a ocean is split, like, it's even hard to imagine it, right? But. Um, and then, and then after it's split, you know, people draw walk across overnight. You know, throughout the night they go, and they have this cloud of fire over them that's giving them light so that they can traverse through the through the sea. And then when they get to the other side, the the you know the Egyptians come chase them, and then you know Hashem, you know, just as quickly as he split the sea, he un he made it go back and get all the get all the the Egyptians and drown all the Egyptians. So, so we have that went that miracle, you know, to always look back and remember. And it was so uh, 
you know, just, just like the giving the Torah, it was so, um, what do you call it, visible to everybody that it couldn't, couldn't be denied, right? Like everyone, everyone that saw it, I mean, all the, all the Israelites that saw it, and who knows, there might have been other people that weren't Egyptians that saw such a great miracle, right? And so it makes us, um, it makes us realize that we do serve a, a mighty, a mighty God that can do these amazing, huge miracles, you know? And sometimes we wonder, well, how come, why don't we have these miracles now? You know, what, how come, how come there's no like super major supernatural miracles going on right now? You know? And, um, I feel like it's because maybe our faith is not as much as back then, but it could be. It could be that we have the Torah already. We have we have a miracle all the time, and so why do why does Hashem need to do it again when He's already you know said it? You had a question. You had a comment. <laughs> True, they didn't have they didn't have much faith even then. So maybe they needed to have increased their faith, and maybe we don't need to increase our faith. Maybe we have so much testimony already that you know we just need to. You know, believe. Uh, yeah. So, so, so Nathan L over here was sharing that, um, you know, the Egyptian, the, the Israelites didn't have much faith back then because they were all slaves and they didn't really have any kind of great faith and when Moshe came there's a they're saying who are you and then also he was saying you know that that Hitler's at the time of Hitler he looked like he was going to be winning and then all of a sudden he lost so so the faith issue you know you, you don't know it could be you know the faith is not the issue the issue is just seeing Hashem working all the time you know he's always there working and we might not see these these miracles happening, but they are happening. I think that's what his point is, right? Like there, there's always miracles happening. And if, if you don't see them, look deeper. You know what I mean? I mean, just the baby being born, you know, how many babies are being born every like minute or second or whatever. Those are all miracles, you know, those are all. So the miracles are happening. They're just not as grand as maybe as this one miracle, but um, they're still happening all the time. And, um, you know, if, if we would live stream all the baby's births that happened all at the same time in that one minute of time, we would probably be like, okay, this is a grand miracle happening right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So Hashem is so so. Nathaniel is adding some more things. He's saying he's saying there's where, why do we need those the ocean to be split when we have all these boats and all these technology that Hashem has shared with us already and has given us actually the the gift of flight. So and those are good points. Those are good points. So we have these other miracles that Hashem has shared with us and we use them. You know, we we see them all the time. Yeah, I mean that's right. When you see one of these giant planes like got thousands of pounds. And it's able to lift up into the air. It kind of it looks like a miracle, right? It looks like whoa, this, this is a miracle. So, 
All right. So, I mean, so I guess what it really means is think about, think about the miracles that are happening in your life. I mean, think about the miracles that are happening around you and let that strengthen your faith and let that, um, let, let you, let you know, let you realize that Hashem is here with us, you know, at all times, you know, and that he can, he can help you through whatever, whatever situation you're, you're maybe going through um, at the time. And, and he also gives other people around you. Um, he, 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 he gives those people to you as help as well. So, you know, look to your, your fellow brothers and sisters to help you out as well through this time. You know, we are, we are Hashem's miracles as well. So we need to, you know, look at ourselves, look, at, look for the miracles happening around us and also look to ourselves and how we can be a miracle to others. That, that's that's all I have to share. You have anything, uh, Safa? If you can share. Yes. Oxumea, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, can you hear me? Am I coming through? Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can't uh, go ahead. Uh, hope everybody's doing good. We enjoyed our uh, our visit. Um, before I start, uh, when uh, when it was there, I had a pretty good uh, discussion with Netanyahu uh, about uh, Elijah. Uh, if he could, if sometime he could share that with the group, it was very uh, profound what he was talking about. Uh, you know, maybe maybe not today or whenever it is time to share that, but uh, it was definitely uh, insightful. But uh, you know, this this uh, day is marked as the day that um, our people uh, came across, uh, went through the sea, the Sea of Reeds, and uh, it was a wonderful miracle that Hashem provided. You know, the, the interaction with um, with Moshe and Hashem uh, is very. Uh, is very uh, militaristic. Uh, Hashem is like, what are you, what are you doing? You're standing here praying. It's not, it's not time to pray. Uh, Shlomo Hamelech, uh, King Solomon, he uh, said, "There's a time to pray. There's a time to act. There's a time for everything under the sun." And uh, uh, in that point, Hashem was a military leader, and he was telling. Moshe, uh, look, I, I already explained to you what's going to happen here. So, um, so there is already understanding. This is not a time to pray. This is not a time to read the Torah and study. This is a time to uh, protect the people and go forth. You know, through the through the um, through the the waters. And uh, the midrash says that Moshe still didn't know what to do. Uh, and it took a another uh, wonderful Zodic to actually go out and uh, be willing to drown himself. He's like, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. I'm just, uh, we're headed this way. I'm gonna go this way. And when it got to almost over his head, uh, that's when the water split. And it, what's interesting, it's kind of comical in the in the uh, 
what's kind of comical in uh, in the midrash is uh, is that um, apparently uh, d- during the creation of the world, the uh, the sea. Now this is this is just midrash. This is just just a story that you know it helps to kind of put through to get a word picture in mind. Okay. So the, the 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 sages say that the the sea was uh, rebellious and it didn't want to allow for the land to come up, so it was kept uh, the majority of it was kept under the earth. So uh, so when Hashem gave the command to split uh, all the all the seas around the world, even bowls of water split, right? It's a little bit too fantastical for me, but it's interesting that it was a sign all over the world. Supposedly the ocean split and the sea of reeds split and all big bodies of water and any container that had water in it, it split. But it's interesting. Even the, even the, uh, the, the water com- uh, understood the command. But, uh, you know, we, we need to be mindful that uh, there's a t- there is a time to pray. There is a time to study the Torah. But when we know the answer, uh, what it is, we we should have the uh, foresight and knowledge and uh, courage to go ahead and do what's right. I know that's really difficult and kind of a scary proposition in the world we live in where uh, wrong seems to be right and right seems to be wrong in our culture. But, you know, I would just injure everybody to uh, to act when we need to act. Rukashem. Haksameyak, everyone. Haksameyak. Yeah, if, if Ezra would like to share. Hello. Haksameyak. Haksameyak. Can you turn your camera on? They're asking. Oh, no. I'm new on this. I bear with me. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to share talking about um, midrashes. Um, uh, I heard last this week that a midrash that was saying that uh, actually was well, not a midrash. Actually, it's something uh, that uh, somebody came out just to kind of uh, don't give the importance of, of this event. He says that the water was only that they passed through a place that, that the water was only about 30 centimeters uh, high, you know. But these are people that uh, they don't really read the the Torah, you know, because the Torah says that they make walls, like walls, you know. So uh, those are the kind of things that when somebody comes to us with, uh, their own midrash, I will say that, that with their own midrash, is because they want to minimize the 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 uh, the teachings of that or or the miracles that happened that day. So we have to uh, kind of stick to the uh, literally stick to what it what it says because uh, when the Torah says it doesn't say it was thirty centimeters, but it was there were walls side to side. The rest are, are midrashes, but some people make their own midrash just to minimize 
and to not give the importance that that, that this means that the uh, that the uh, uh, miracle uh, uh, deserves. So I just want to bring that bring that up for us to be aware of that we should not uh, believe or pay attention what what people uh, try to minimize things. They just they're not uh, they're natural uh, uh, observers, so they they don't they don't care. They always try to uh, make a uh, uh, not have a validation. That way, they're not obligated to do that. But we know that this is something that we came out on our own. Nobody forces to be here, or nobody forces to uh, uh, to take on the. Uh, uh, teachings and the commands on the Torah. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Roxamea? Yeah. So, um, you know, we have this, we, we have the, every year Pesach coming, and we have it the whole week. And uh, the idea of the Yitziat Mitzrayim, the Exodus from Egypt, uh, uh, why is it a whole seven-week thing? Not only because of the Torah says so, but because, you know, the calendar we have, it's seven days of a week. And so we need to work on ourselves and remind ourselves that the Malchut, that the kingdom, the reign of Hashem, of God, is seven days a week. Even though we have a Shabbat one day a week of rest, we have every day remember God. We also have the mitzvah to remember what Amalek has done to us once we came out of Egypt. We have this Geulah, redemption, salvation experience, but it doesn't end there. Whether it's for the Christians or it's for the Jews, it's not like you have this salvation experience and then, okay, everything will be easy. No, there will be challenges. So then uh, we also have the Pesach every year. Because again, 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 and again, we thank God for the year before that he pulled us through. And we thank him for every day. But we also have every minute of the day that we have the challenge of leaving Egypt. And we are either in one of two, of one of three different uh, states constantly. <clears throat> we're either really sucked up in trouble or we're in the process of coming out of it. And the third state is to be completely free from it. So this is a cycle that we go through every day. If you feel something's not right and you have anxiety, it means it's time to adapt. It's time to reinforce ourselves. Uh, his, his kingdom is, his yoke is light. So, to receive the yoke of heaven, actually with the Shema, Shema Yisrael Adonai Luhino Adonai Echad, that Hashem, he is the one, and he's the only one. He is our God. There is none others. It's not what we possess. It's not our reputation. It's not our job. It's not our bank account. It's not about just feel good, just feel good. We have to concentrate on the now. The now. Not rely on the past. Don't rely on the future. Rely on what I need to do right now, forget what happened in the past, any negative suitcases, guard, baggage, empty it. 
Fill the two cases. We, we have a trip. We're, going, we're entering the kingdom of Hashem. I don't say it's a place, but it's symbolic. We should always be approaching his divine glory. And the Rambam defines heaven as onig zivashchina, the radiance of the, of the divine presence of God. This is the Yitziat Mitzrayim, because Hashem brought us out, and he is what fills the empty gaps, like the missing puzzle piece. We're all looking for it. Human nature is designed to want to improve himself or herself. The only way to do it is what God has given us through the Torah. I'm not talking about legality of laws, this law and that law, but the parental loving Torah, which is a condensed version of reality, how to, how to, how to actually stabilize myself because everything's changing all the time. I need to work on myself. Then I could be an inspiration to my family, then the community, and please, God, hurry, peace in the world. Shalom. Um, I wanted to talk about a few things, but uh, I wanted to go back to the miracles um, because a lot of people try to, as as or as I was saying, they try to minimize the um, the miracles in the Bible, not just the one for Passover, but all of them. And they try to say that, you know, the Sea of Reeds, it's not that shallow because they look at what they think is the Sea of Reeds right now. And they say, look, it's not that shallow. So it wasn't that great of a miracle. Well, you know, this took place about 4,000 years ago. Why in the world should we think that what we can see right now is exactly as it was 4,000 years ago? I mean, a natural disaster can change the topography um, of any place in an instant, in one day, in less than a day. So it's really ridiculous to to look at what we've seen right now and say that it's always been like that for thousands of years. It's really just ridiculous. And also, you know, if you say that it wasn't a miracle, as the Bible says, you can believe that. But that's not what the Bible says. You're simply denying the Bible. And that's your prerogative. That's your right to do so. But if you believe the Bible, the children of Israel were scared for their lives. If they could have simply crossed and it wasn't that big of a deal, they wouldn't be scared for their lives. And the Egyptians drowned in it. And so if you think that it wasn't it wasn't very deep, then you just don't believe the Bible, plain and simple. But, um, you know, you know, we're criticized as believers in the Bible because we believe in the miracles of God as written in the Bible. But really, the most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard is that something could be created or evolve from nothing with no external force. According to all the laws of nature, that is what is impossible, that everything could come from nothing. That is what takes an extreme amount of faith. There's nothing wilder and more crazy than the idea that everything and all intelligence and all life arose from nothing. That is what is impossible. In the Hebrew language, the word for miracle is nes, and nes it doesn't, you know, you can translate it as miracle, but you can also translate it as sign, and you can also translate it as um, as a banner. So when you're driving down the road and you see a road sign, it may not be that impressive, but you know that the road sign is there because an intelligent being put it up there. As simple as it is, you know that the odds of a road sign popping up out of nowhere that tells you where you need to go, you know that that didn't happen by itself. And life, as we know it, is so much more impossible and incredible and amazing than one simple road sign on the road. How can we believe 
that a road sign has to be created by an intelligent being. But we can't think, we can't fathom, you know, that all life on earth was not, did not have intelligence behind it. That is what is ridiculous. That is what's stupid. So if anyone tries to ridicule you for believing in the crossing of the Red Sea or six days of creation even, what they believe is more ridiculous, okay? That is more ridiculous than the splitting of the Red Sea or even a roadside appearing out of nowhere. That, you know, that, because really that is what they believe, right? That the roadside was there eventually uh, from nothing, right? Because if you believe that everything came from nothing, that means that even the roadside came from nothing. Ultimately, that is what you believe. So, you know, all the naysayers about the miracles of the Bible, what they believe as atheists is more stupid. I'm sorry to say. It's more illogical. Okay, anyways, now here, now back to what I wanted to talk about is um, a few things from the Torah portion. Um, one of them is from, I think this is the first Aliyah, uh, verse 19. Um, it says that Moshe took Yosef's bones with him. And he, for he, Yosef, had adjured the sons of Israel, saying, God will surely remember you, and you shall bring up my bones from here with you. And as the children of Israel were traveling through the desert, um, there were two boxes that were being carried. There were the bones of Yosef, and there was the Ark of the Covenant. And people from the nations would say, what are these two boxes that are receiving you know, such special care that the children of Israel are delicately handling it through the desert? And they, the answer was, well, one of them is the bones of a dead man. The other one is, is the, the words and the living presence of the, of the eternal one. And people would respond and say, well, is that proper? Is it proper to, to treat with the, same, um, with the same respect a dead man's bones and, you know, the divine presence of the Holy One? And their answer was, the children of Israel, their, their answer was that it was because Yosef in his life obeyed all the words in, in this other box, you know, because the, the, the box in here, he, he obeyed all the words in this other box. That makes him worthy to travel through the desert with the Holy One. And that's the same with us. How can we, as sinners, as mortals, dare to ever think that we could walk with the Eternal One, with the Creator? And it's only when we keep His words, when we follow His words, then we are walking in the way that He designed us to be. And then we can walk with the Holy One. Um, another, another one is... Um, uh, sorry, I forgot this point, so I'll have to skip that one. Okay, next one. Okay, okay. so in Romans chapter 6, verse 3 to 5, it says, Or do you not know that all of us who have been immersed or baptized into Messiah Yeshua have been immersed or baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him through immersion into death. If we have become united with him with the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Now, there is also a teaching in 1 Corinthians 10, chapter 1 to 2, that says, For I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that our fathers, talking about the Israelites, were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all were immersed or baptized into Moshe in the cloud and in the sea. So according to Jewish thought, this is not just Paul speaking in 1 Corinthians. This is part of Jewish Midrash, that when the children of Israel 
that when, you know, before Shavuot, before they could receive um, the commandments on Shavuot, they were first immersed into a mikvah in the Red Sea. And this is where they were baptized or, or immersed, right? Okay, well, Hannah says in the Jordan also, but the Midrash and, and, and Paul only talk about this, uh, this Red Sea crossing. And in Exodus Rabbah, it says the crossing, and this is a Jewish Midrash now, this is a Jewish, Jewish writing, it says the crossing of the sea can be compared to a woman who, having completed the days of uncleanness, purified herself and came to her husband. When he saw her, he asked, who can testify that you are clean? She replied, behold, my maid can testify that I have purified myself by immersion in the mikvah. Now, so the children of Israel were unclean, right, for all their years in the wilderness, in the in, in Egypt, they were unclean. They were unclean with the practices of Egypt. They were unclean in their faithlessness, their godlessness. But they immersed, and then they became clean for Hashem. Um, this is this is midrash. This is looking into the Torah more than it says on the on the plain Peshat level. Um, but it is something that even Paul of the New Testament um, of the Brit Hadashah, even he understood and believed. So we understand that. The writers of the New Testament, the, the apostolic scriptures, that they were very aware of Jewish midrash, and even it, though it may not, you know, um, be wise to take everything literally, we still can understand spiritual things through the midrash. And so, um, there was a conversion of sorts that the children of Israel went through as they crossed the Red Sea. There's another midrash that talks about how. Satan, which means the accuser, right, the adversary, he came to Hashem. Now, Satan in Jewish, Jewish understanding, Satan is not someone who is an enemy of God per se. He is an angel of God, and he only does God's bidding as well. But his bidding is his, his job, his function as Satan is to be an adversary, is to be an accuser, is to cause us trouble. He's not going against God. He is doing what God designed him to do, which is to test us, to challenge us, to accuse us, to hold our sins against us, okay? And so he was doing his job, and he appeared before Hashem, and he said, why are you, why are you, why are you saving them? They are so unworthy. And Hashem knew, God knew that they, they certainly were unworthy, and that shortly after their immersion in the mikvah, their conversion, so to speak, they would sin again right after, um, right um with the sin of the golden calf. Hashem knew this. He was right. Satan was right. Satan was right. And so he didn't argue with Satan, according to this Midrash, but instead he distracted him. And he said, oh, look at my faithful servant, Job. So according to Midrash, Job, um, the story of Job happened at the same time as the Red Sea crossing. And he said, look at my servant, Job, how righteous he is. Why don't you go bother him instead? And so Satan went over to Job and started you know, persecuting him and, you know, all, all within the will of Hashem. But the, this righteous Job was given this test at that moment so that Satan would leave the children of Israel alone. Um, so that's a very interesting story. And it shows, again, also, according to Jewish thought, why do the righteous suffer sometimes? Why do the righteous suffer just as Job suffered, just as Yeshua suffered, if we believe he is righteous? Just as Yosef suffered. Yosef in Egypt, he suffered for so many years and also with his brothers. Why did why did um, all these righteous men suffer? Why do righteous people suffer even today? Sometimes it's to help bring about the redemption and salvation of people who do not deserve it. This is the common theme throughout the Bible. 
that the suffering of the righteous brings about salvation um, of, of, the, of the wicked. Um, okay, so um, and the last thing that I will, one of the last things I want to talk about is, you know, this whole thing about um, conversion, right? There's, the crossing of the Red Sea was a conversion of types. There are so many people all around the world since we started um, doing our um, conversion teachings, our series on YouTube, there's so many people that have contacted us, um, may, many of them Benny Anasim, or many of them um, who have maybe not Benny Anasim, but they have, they have Jewish ancestry, and they want to return to what their ancestors should have kept on going in their lives for, for one reason or another. They could not, and they, they lost their connection to the Torah, and they lost their connection to the Jewish people, and they want to do conversions. And I want to say that when, when people convert to Judaism, when they enter into the mikvah and they do it in front of a Beit Din, they're doing it for two reasons. They're doing it for Hashem, that's one reason, and they're doing it for the community, for the Beit Din. Um, the Beit Din are representatives of that community. And both are important, just like when Yeshua, it says that he, um, that he grew in favor and in stature between um, in, in the presence of God and in the presence of man. So there are two forces that we, there are two forces that we um, have to walk out our faith with. We have to walk out our faith before God, but we also have to care about people. We also have to do things. Um, we also have to do things. We also have to do things for people. It's not, you know, a lot of times, you know, Christians say, oh, it's between me and God. My faith is between me and God, me and God alone. But that's not true. According to the Bible, there are two. There are two forces. There's God, and there's also God's people. And we have to pay attention. We have to care about what both think. God didn't call out only Avraham. He called out Avraham and his whole entire family. And then he didn't call out only Moshe. He called out Moshe and all of the Israelites um, in Egypt. We are a people. We're not just saved individually. We're also saved nationally. So what we do has to be pleasing not only to God, it also has to be pleasing to his people. So when we convert in front of a Beit Din, we are converting before God and people. But there is there is a conversion that's spoken about in the Talmud that is only in front of God. And for everyone who, who would like to convert but are too far to be in the presence of, Beit, of a Beit Din, and rabbi, Orthodox rabbis have talked about this, including our Breslov rabbi, and also our modern Orthodox rabbi. There is such a thing as self-conversion in the Talmud. Now, the Jewish people as a whole don't talk about this anymore because they are, you know, most 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 Jews are very, um, <clears throat> excuse me, are very leery of converts because of all the pain that has been caused by non-Jews in the past. But nonetheless, there is such thing as self-conversion. And I want to say this because there's so many people in California who cannot travel or in Europe who cannot travel or in Africa who cannot, who cannot travel. And I, I believe that um, Ruben and some people in the Beit Din are planning to go to India soon, but I don't think they can go everywhere. You know, we just don't have the money for that um, to do that, you know, especially for just um, a few people. And the laws may not be set up for that. So for everyone who can't do that, but their, their hearts are drawing them to Torah, if you do not have a community 
Um, I would like to encourage you to, if you are male, to circumcise yourself by, you know, with a doctor. You know, I don't know that many people run to circumcise their own selves anymore. But, you know, to circumcise yourselves and find a doctor who's willing to do that and then to immerse into a kosher body of water. If you don't know, if, if you don't know of a, or don't have access to a kosher mikvah, man-made kosher mikvah, the most kosher uh, body of water is the ocean. So if you can find an ocean near you that is, that is, um, that is deep enough to, to immerse yourself in fully, do it. Just do it yourself. Make sure that it's deep enough. Grab a friend, you know, have them see to make sure that you are fully inside that water. And um, and 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 just do it yourself. You know, after you you've hurt, you've healed from from circumcision. This is this is Talmudic, you know, um, and it's biblical. You may not hear about it. A lot of Orthodox rabbis may deny it, but it's true. If you want the sources. One day, maybe, you know, message me and I'll, I'll find them for you. Um, and, and then walk the Torah as best you can. And then, you know, even at, even at my conversion, when I converted, we had a Hasidic rabbi, and he said, you know what? Most people won't accept your conversion. And that's okay. It doesn't matter. If you want to join a community, they'll probably want you to do your Lechomra, meaning they'll probably want you to do another ceremony for conversion and that's okay if you want to join that community go ahead and do that don't take it as an insult that someone wants to do that it's just them dotting their eyes and crossing their t's there's nothing wrong with that um because in judaism you know we follow law we follow we follow um we we accept witnesses right and so if there were no witnesses to your conversion that um, are, are credible to that community they'll ask you to do it again and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that um, even even Yeshua, remember when he came, he came to um, Yohanan the Immerser, and Yohanan said, "I'm not worthy even to you know to touch your sandals and to tie or to loosen your sandals. Why do you come to me for immersion?" And Yeshua said, "So that all righteousness will be fulfilled." So even Yeshua, who didn't need immersion from from Yohanan, he did it for the sake of righteousness. He did it to fulfill the 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 um, uh, to satisfy man. There's nothing wrong with satisfying man, okay? As long as those reasons, the, the reasons are not unreasonable. Okay, and then finally, the last thing I want to say is um, in, in um, where is this? Uh, I believe this is the Haftra portion. It talks about the eternal strength and his vengeance were my salvation. This is my God, and I will make him a habitation. The God of my father, I will ascribe to him exaltation. So after we have seen and felt God's power, and were moved to conversion. The next step is that we must make Him a habitation. And what does that mean? God doesn't live anywhere, but where He wants to live the most is inside our hearts. And so we must make our bodies, our bodies, holy in the way we eat, in the way we dress, and in the way we think, and in the way we act. All these things, in no in no particular order, but all of those things are important. And this is how we make ourselves. A habitation for Hashem. And remember that it's not only for Hashem, but it's also for others, also for other people. And one of the reasons why it's important to um, do it for other people, um, remember the very first commandment given is to be fruitful and multiply, right? You can't be fruitful and multiply as a single person. You have to get married to be fruitful and multiply. And why does God want us to, to, to get married? 
is to multiply. And why does he want us to multiply? It says in the Bet Hashad's because he seeks godly seed. He wants godly offspring. I know there are other reasons to get married, but the primary reason to get married is to raise godly children, not only to raise godly children, but as a family to reflect the divine image. Because, you know, in Judaism, we say that that a man alone cannot reflect um, God's image by himself, and neither can a woman um, reflect God's image by herself. It takes man and woman together as one to make the perfect divine image, and together and through their fruits, then we can see, and that's why in the, in the Birch HaDashat it talks about, you know, that we should not allow someone to be an elder or teacher unless they have children who we can see um, our testimony of, of their godliness, right? Um, so this is, this is the reason for, um, for all, of these, um, all of these rules in Judaism, all of, these, all of these witnesses that are required, all of these um, hoops that we have to jump oftentimes. Because the, ultimately, it's not just between you and God. It's not, not just about what you feel in your heart. We, want, we, need, we, need, we need marriage, we need children, and we need a community. The festivals are, are for gathering as a community, and many of the commandments cannot be fulfilled by ourselves. And this is why we always have to think about not only God, but also God's people. <laughs> right. one thing one i want to mention one thing that you read there it said they were they were immersed in moshe i thought that was an interesting wording and it kind of connects also like how we are also immersed in in yeshua it's like you're not just immersed under hashem only but also the the, the teacher or the leader that you're following to all right, so let's go to Psalm one for page seventy seven, Psalm one forty five. We'll sing. Page seventy seven. Page seventy seven. Psalm one forty five or the Ashray. Tehila le David, Eromim ha elahai hamalek. Baravra Hashim Kalilamba Ed, Bakoyom Avra Keka, Baahala Shim Kalilamba Ed, Gadola Donai Umholame Od, Viling Dulato En Keke, Dole Doya Sabak Maseka, Ugvurataka Yagidu, Hedarke Vodhodeka, Nibadeli Potecha Asika, Vesus Noratecha Yomeru, Ugdulatecha Asaprena, Sechera Tofika Yabiu, Vesika Checha Yerenenu, Hanun Verafum Adonai, Ereka Pai Mugdoha said, so 
And so may it be God's will that our land be a blessing for all who live on earth, and that fellowship and liberty will dwell between them. Establish soon the vision of your prophet. Nation will not raise sword against nation, and they will no longer learn war. And as it is said, for all of them will know me, from the smallest to the greatest. All right, uh, Virgil, come help me. When the ark came to rest, Moshe would say, Return, Hashem, to the countless thousands of Israel. It's Chaim Hilemachatzikimba. Betokecha meushal derachecha achenoam vechonetivotecha shalom ashivenu It is a tree of life for those who take hold of it and those who support it are praiseworthy. Its ways are ways of pleasantness and all its paths are peace. Bring us back, Hashem, to you and we shall return. Renew our days as of old. And now let us turn back to page 123 for the Musaf Amidah. We'll, we'll do it together as a congregation. Page 123. We'll take three steps back and three steps forward. Adonai sepatav tifta ufiya gita hilatecha baruchata Adonai Eloheinu velohei avoteinu velohei Abraham velohei Yitzchak velohei Yaakov el hagado hagibor vahanara el yon gomer chasadim tovim ekonei hako mesafe hastei avot. Mabigo el ibne menehem leman shemo beahava melakozer moshia umagain barukata adonai magain Abraham etagi bole lamadonai mechimiti matara bechoshia marid hata bechachachayim bechesed mechimetim berakamim rabim tomekofim vocheholim umati aserim. Umachayem emunato lishenayafa Mikomoka bagavarod Umidomela Melek memit umachaye Umatsmiya keshua Veneman atalakayot meeting Barukata adonai Mechaye ha Page 126. <laughs> 
אם לא קרנה לעולם, אלא היק ציון, לדור ודור, הללויה. אתה קדוש ושם קדוש וקדושם בכל יום הלכה סלה, ברוך אתה אדוני, האל הקדוש. You have selected us from among all the peoples and favored us among all tongues. You have sanctified us in your commandments and drawn us near to your service. Your great and holy name you have called upon us. Grant us, O Hashem our God, appointed times for rejoicing, pilgrimage festivals, special occasions for jubilation on this day of the festival of Matzot, the season of freedom, a commemoration of exodus from Egypt. Because of our sins, we were exiled from our land and distanced from our soil. We were unable to ascend, to appear, and to prostrate flat before you in your chosen house, in the great and holy house upon which your name is called, because of the violent hand that was sent to destroy your holy sanctuary. May it be your will, O Hashem our God, that you revisit your compassion upon it, your holy house, and upon us, in your boundless compassion, draw us near our scattered brethren from among the nations, and gather our dispersed from the distant places of the earth. Bring us to Zion. jubilant singing and to you shall I am your city with an eternal joy and we shall perform in your presence our obligatory sacrifice the additional sacrifice of this festival of Matzot as you wrote regarding us in your Torah by the hand of Moshe your servant O compassionate king have compassion upon us O epitome of good who bestows goodness be sought by us return to us in your abundant mercy for the sake of our forefathers who did your will Rebuild your house as it was at first. Establish your sanctuary on its foundation. Let us see its rebuilding and let us rejoice in its repair. The Kohanim shall ascend to their temple service, the Levites to their platform stations. Return Israel to its oasis. There we shall ascend and appear before you three times a year, as it is written. Three times a year, your every male must appear before Hashem, your God, at the place he will choose, at the festival of unleavened bread, the festival of weeks, and the festival of tabernacles. No one should appear before Hashem empty-handed. Every man must bring a gift according to the blessing of Hashem your God, which He has given you. Page 138. Lift us up, Hashem our God, with the blessing of your appointed time for life, for joy, and for peace, as you have willed and have spoken to bless us. Sanctify us with your commandments. Grant our portion in your Torah. Rejoice us. cause us to rejoice in your salvation and purify our hearts to serve you in truth and cause us to inherit with joy and jubilation your holy appointed times blessed are you Hashem who sanctifies Israel and the appointed times page 139 
יאה אדוני פניו עליך ויחונך. יצעד עיניו פניו אליך וישם לך שלום. ושמו את שמי על בני ישראל ואני אברכם. שים שלום טובה וברכה, שים 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 שלום, שים שלום טובה וברכה. עלינו כן וחסד ורחמים, ובורכנו כולנו באור פניך. שים 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 שלום, שים שלום טובה וברכה, שים 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 שלום. שים שלום טובה וברכה. כי מרפניך נתת לנו, אדוני אלוהינו. תורך עם אחר וחסד צדקה ושלום. שים, שים, שים שלום. שים שלום טובה וברכה. שים, שים, שים שלום. שים שלום טובה וברכה. וטוב בעיניך לברך את עמך, ישראל בכל עת בשלום. ברוך אתה אדוני המברך את עמו, ישראל בשלום. אמן. יהיו רצון ימי וגון, לב לבך עיני צביב גולי. עושה שלום במרומה, ויעשה שלום עלינו, ויעקור ישראל, ואמרו, ואמרו אמן. The Mourner Scottish virtual the Mourner Scottish okay. יתברך יתברך, וישתבק, יתברך, ותמר, ותנשא, ותדר, ותלה, ותלל, שמד קודשא בריחו. לילה נקרא ברכתה, ושירתה, תוש ברכתה ונחמתה, דמירם ואמה, ואמרו אמן. יהי שלמה רבה אמן שמיה, וחיים עלינו ועל כל ישראל, ואמרו אמן. עושה שלום במרמה, ויעשה שלום עלינו, ועל כל ישראל, ואמרו, ואמרו, אמן.
All right, let us turn to page 88 in our Siddurs for the Ein Kelochinu. You are our God, you are our Lord, you are our King, you are our Deliverer. You are He to whom our fathers offered before you the fragrant incense. Ein Kelochinu, Ein Kadonenu, En kemachenu, en kemoshi enu, mi kelochenu, mi kadonenu, mi kemachenu, mi kemoshi enu, no de lelohenu, no de ladonenu, no de lemochenu, no de lemoshi enu, parukelohenu, barukadonenu, Baruch Makenu, Baruch Moshi Enu, Atahu Shelahenu, Atahu Shenu, Atahu Makenu, Atahu Moshi Enu, Atahu Sheikteru, Avotenu, Lefaneha et Teret Hasami. Eleno on page eighty nine and ninety. True is our king, there is nothing beside him, as it is written in his Torah, and you shall know this day and take it to your heart, that Hashem, he is God in the heavens above and on the earth below, there is none other. Uh, Velo samanu kemishpachot hadama, shelo sam kakenu kahem, begoralenu kekohamonam, betaknu korim, umishtakavim umodim, lipne melek machehamlachim, hakados paruchu, shehuno teshemaim veyosen arets, Elohim <laughs> in page 91 and 92 the and he was and he is and he shall be eternally in splendor and he is first and there is no second to compare to him to be his equal without beginning and without end his is the power and dominion Adonolam Hashem Alak, Beterim Ko Yetzir Nivra, 
לעת נשא בחפצו כל עזי מלא שמוק נקרא ואחרי ככלו הכל לבדו ימלוק נורא והוא היה והוא הווה והוא יהיה בתקערה והוא אחד ואין שני להמשילה להגבירה בלי ראשית בלי תקליט ולא האות והמשרה וכו' לי וחי גואלי וצורכם לי בעת צרה והוא ניסי ומנוס לי מנקוסי ביום אחרא בידו אפקיד רוחי באישן באירה ואם רוחי גביעתי אדוני לי ולא אירא. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Yeshua. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Yeshua replied. Do this and you will live. Hag We're going to do uh, Kiddush in Hamotzi. Okay. Okay. We're doing Kiddush in Hamotzi. Um, so we'll do the Kiddush first. Um, and here it is. Um, There are set times of the Lord, sacred assemblies, which you shall proclaim in their appointed seasons. So Moshe told the children of Israel about the set times of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready? Right now. <laughs> I do.
Hi, Valerissa. All right, you guys ready for some hamotsi? We have our own fresh, fresh matzah here. Okay. Okay, ready? Fish. Oh, it is like it is like a huge giant pizza.
Hey, Canes, did y'all uh, get home okay? I'm, I'm assuming you did. <laughs>